This call is being recorded. <laughs> it's my first time hearing your sound. Good morning to you. Good morning. Last... Always amazing time when I call in. Oh, great, 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 great. God bless you. Good morning. This is Camille, who's a friend of Jackie. Okay, what was your name again? Camille. Camille, good morning to you. Good, good morning. morning. It is your first time. It is your first time? Yes, yes. Oh, welcome. Welcome to the Clairversary. Thank you, you so much. You. Also, I, just a shout out to Lenore as well. That's my girlfriend, too. Oh, that's great. That's great. Thank you. So glad you you got on the call this morning. Okay, let's get started. Let's get started. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Tarina Definition, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to join us during the month of December where our monthly theme is entitled Friendship. Each declare will focus on the importance and value of friendship, encouragement, compassion, kindness, forgiveness, and love for one another. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. T&T Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor Lavelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. There was no prayer request uh, submitted by the app, though we do have one spoken prayer request, and it's from Ms. B. She has a court date this morning. Please pray that all will go goes well. And I want to say welcome again, Camilla, for, um, for, to declare victory. Welcome to the call. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Ramona. Declaration, Jacqueline. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by the declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Ramona. Declaration, Jacqueline. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by declare. The scripture for today is from Proverbs. 1717. 17. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until until a stretcher come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Ramona. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Come on, repeat it, God. What a love we have in Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let us get ready, guys, to go to the throne. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory be to God. Thank you for waking us up this morning. God, we praise you. We glorify you, Lord, because you got plans for us on today. You got plans, Lord, to give us more life and more life abundantly, Father. So may we seek you in all things on today. We just say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you for the love that you have towards us. Thank you that nothing can separate us from your love. Father, you said that, Lord. May we hold on to your promises on today. That your love never returns void. That your love, Lord God, can conquer all love. May we just embrace love on today, Father God. We just say glory, glory to you, Father. Glory to you, Lord Jesus, for making a way, for making a way, coming and making a way, aligning us up that, that we can have a relationship with you, that we can have a relationship with our Father, Lord, that we are that we are accepted to the love, that we are accepted, Lord God, into your family. And in your family, Lord, you know there's there's our there's our laws and precepts, Lord, of kingdom living. Lord, so we just come in, Lord, asking you, Lord, to search our hearts. Search our hearts that we can be a better friend, like a, like you are, Lord, Lord Jesus. You you are a good friend, and you said you call us friends. So we just come in, Lord, asking you to help us be a better friend, like you called us to be, Lord. You know, you you said that you know that. Oh God, glory be to God, Lord. We don't want to be the type of friend that is perverse, Lord God, that gossip. You said that a perverse person stirs up conflict and gossip separate close friends. So, Father, may we not, may we, oh, God, just order our tongues, Lord. Order our tongues, Father, to, to speak life, not death. And we can go to our friend and not let our offense, Father God, um, be the problem, Lord, because you said love cover offense. So I'm just praying right now, Lord, that you, you search our heart and where we're not being a good friend, where we desire to be a better friend, please help us in this area, Lord. You bring us out of this darkness into the, your marvelous light. We want to be more like you. We want to walk in what is written of us, Lord God. So we just say, have your way right now in and through us. Lord Jesus, and we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because we don't want to be the type of a person who harvests um, offense. So thank you for, Lord, maturing us in our spirituality, that we can see where we are immature, Father God. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you that you are showing us where Satan is baiting us with his trap of offense, Father God. So we just say thank you for revealing. Now, give, give us the, the, the strength, Lord, and the wisdom and the understanding on how to uh, um, walk in it, Father God, how to cast him down, how to make him fall in his own traps, Lord. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, I just pray that you just continue to show us and give us strategic um, prayers, Father God, to come against the enemy, Father, of how he is trying to come against us in our life. And we just say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Father God. We just also, Father, I do want us to be asking for you to cover Miss B on today as she goes on her court date, Father. We know that you are the just judge that you are, Lord, and we know that you are her father, Lord. So we just pray that you cover her. We, you cover her, Lord God. Cover the judge. Cover the everybody that's in the room. That it shall go all as you plan, Father God. And we thank you. We thank you for the plan to um, get her court date, Father God, just to go just as you want it to go, Father. So we just say glory be to God. Father, we also, Father, understand, as you said in First Peter 4, 7-9, that the end of all things is near. 
Therefore, be alert and sober-minded so that you may pray above all. Love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling and complaining. You know, Lord, give us a heart, Lord, to be more hospitable to one another, Lord. To not, and of course, to be sober-minded, Lord, so we can make um, good decisions, Father God, that we can choose you on today, Lord. We just say thank you, Lord, because you call us friends. You are equipping us to be a better friend, Lord God. And we just say thank you, Lord Jesus. We say thank you because you are equipped us to be more than conquerors, Lord God. We are more than conquerors, Father God. We just say thank you, Lord, that we can walk, Lord, knowing who we are and whose we are, Lord God. Nothing can separate us from you. Nothing, Lord. And we just say thank you, Lord. And thank you, Lord, that you remind us, Lord, that a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. Father, I pray right now that we understand not to gossip, not to gossip, Lord, against one another, Lord God. Not to be scandalous, talking about people and stirring up stuff, Father. Oh, God, thank you, Father. Thank you for you are allowing us to see in the areas where we are lacking. You are bringing us out where we can feed the blood over those things. And we can choose you in those areas, Lord God. And you bring us out into your marvelous light, Lord, that we can be a good friend, that we don't have to gossip, that we don't have to have a perverse mind, perverted mind, Lord God, that we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. We have you, Jesus. God, you hold our right hand. You lead and guide us. Lord, Holy Spirit, it's all true. Thank you for never leaving us, never forsaking us. Glory be to you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we just bless you. We praise you because you are worthy. You are worthy, Lord God. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are working everything out for our good. All of it. Hallelujah. So, Father, right now, we just ask you, Lord, just to cover us on this day. This day, get us ready, Lord, to go to the highways and the byways, proclaiming, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. You coming, Lord. You coming. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, thank you, Father, for making us better, making us more, Lord God, bringing us out, Father, into your marvelous light. I can't stand enough. Thank you, Lord, that we can stand on the rock. We can stand and tell everybody about this beautiful light that's in us, Lord, that gets us up and, and tells the good news. That you, Lord, that you changes us, that you you mold us into your into your image. Oh, Father, that we don't have to be bound, bound in our wicked shame or be bound in rejection. We don't have to be bound in nothing that the enemy have for us, Lord. That we can reach and you, Father, you bring us our Lord. May we accept you on today. May we accept you on today, Lord. May we trust you on today that we know that you're not a God that will lie, that you ain't never failed us. 
You ain't never failed us, Lord. You for us. You ain't against us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We just pray right now, Lord, that you touch our families, Lord. We know the enemy come against our family. We know we hate family. Hallelujah, Lord. But you love family. You made family. May you reunite our families where we are divided. You're not a God of division. You are not. You multiply. You add. And we thank you, Lord, for both adding and bringing us, uniting us back together, Lord, by your word, by your love. We thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. We ask you to touch the children on today, Lord. They may not be be um, afflicted with these traumas that of the of our, our mothers and fathers of the wounds that we may afflict on our children, Father God. I just pray you have your way in through that, Lord. Cover them, cover them. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We just come right now, Lord, just blessing you. We just ask everyone to come off your line, Lord, Lord Jesus, and just give God praise. Because he is worthy Thank of our praise. Lord Jesus, 
and we can we don't have to be dismayed but may we understand that we must be responsible lord that we shall not be around bad company because it corrupts our character hallelujah lord thank you lord give us father a new narrative on today father we come against every negative narrative every lie that is in our mind right now that is telling us that we are not more than a conqueror that we cannot do things that you have put on our heart to do lord god that we are your righteousness lord jesus we just come against that narrative father that we are not a good friend or whatever it is Give us your narrative on today that we can flow with in our mind, Lord. Give us your narrative, Lord, that we are we are yours and you are ours, Lord, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, that we are more than conquerors, Lord Jesus. So we just say thank you, Lord. We ask you to cover Jacqueline as she come and bring the declaration, Father, that you cover her, Lord, and you open and you pour out what you have for us, to, um, for us, Holy Spirit. Open us up. Open our ears to our heart. Open the ears to our ears, Lord Jesus, that we hear you, that we hear you and what says the Lord. And we thank you, Lord. Fill her up. Fill her up, Lord. Keep her filled, and we just thank you for your blessed daughter, your blessed daughter, Lord, who loves you, who loves you, Lord Jesus, and we love you, but we know you love us more, and we just come, Lord, thank you for the new narrative that we can walk in, Lord, that we can cast down every lie that come up in our mind, Lord, that we can walk in knowing that we have the mind of Christ, Father God, and we say thank you, Lord. We ask you just to touch her, go with us on today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Bless the name of the Lord. Good morning. Good morning, Declare Victory. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for the greeting this morning and for the prayer ushering us into the throne room. We thank God for being God. Hallelujah. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. We're continuing the conversation with this month's theme, and that is friendship, friendship. And I'm excited for the opportunity to share with you all once again. Um, and I'm going to challenge us this morning. I'm going to say one thing to us concerning what may happen as an apology in advance. A trigger might be too strong of a word, but some of the things we're going to talk about today uh, may cause you to experience something right where you are nothing deep. I'm not going to do therapy or counseling, but the Lord has given me a theme for the message that we're sharing today, and it is the fragrance of friendship, the fragrance of friendship. And so the apology is there may be some descriptions of things that you think, ooh, I didn't want to smell that this morning, because your smell, your sense of smell can be attached to memories and thoughts. And so if there's something that you don't care to smell or think about, that's my uh, disclaimer up front. So the fragrance of friendship, the fragrance of friendship. Fragrance can be defined as something that has a sweet odor or smell. When we say something is fragrant, it is not something that is often uh, negative or displeasing. It is something that is sweet and a pleasing smell or aroma. So the fragrance of friendship. This is Today is the 12th, so we've had two, almost two full weeks of 
friendship declarations. And as is the case, there will be overlap on topics and things that have been shared. But as God graces each of us, what one declarer has shared already, uh, there may be a piece of that in this declaration and moving forward. But we just yield to Holy Spirit and ask him to reveal to us, as he does, uh, what it is that he wants us to hear. So the fragrance of friendship, the fragrance of friendship, the scripture today for this came from Proverbs 27, Proverbs 27, verse 9. And the New Living Translation says, the heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. The heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. I'll tie it all together, but that's the scripture. So Proverbs 27, 9. And I read that and the word fragrance came to mind. I didn't have the definition of fragrance. I don't think I would have necessarily been too far off, but just thinking about it, as I share, I like to give us definitions. We can go back to them. But right here, this version of this scripture, it tells us it's as a sweet perfume and incense. So the heartfelt counsel, the heartfelt counsel. I want to talk a little bit about what it means uh, to have a friend, what a friend is, how we loosely use that term, and then charge us with some actions. My mom had a really amazing sense of smell. And in some ways, um, I believe that I adapted it, but it's only in certain situations. And if you all have ever been around anybody like me in times where I say these words and it has such emphasis, do you smell that? Do you smell that? And I want everybody to stop and, and either tell me yes or no, and then maybe even help me in my quest to find out what that smell is. It's not something that smells good. I don't usually need help with that. But it's often something, if you've ever had anything to spoil in your house or uh, something that just doesn't smell right, there's this, hold on, everybody, stop. We need to stop the game. Let's stop the conversation. Do you smell that? Like I'm suggesting you need to smell like I'm smelling, but there's something wrong. And sometimes it might be that something is in the refrigerator that has gone bad, gone bad. Maybe it was those two pieces of salmon that I purchased and planned to cook, didn't put it in the freezer, but it's in the refrigerator and I didn't cook it in time. And so the salmon begins to make an announcement and it doesn't matter that the refrigerator door is closed sometimes or at the opening of the door, that smell leaks out and now it's in the air and my senses, I pick it up and I'm, what is that smell? What is that smell? We're talking about friendship today and the fragrance of friendship. Well, once I have this statement stated, do you smell that? What is that smell? I'm on a search to find it and I want to get rid of it. It doesn't mean I won't ever eat salmon again, but I need to identify this odor. I need to identify it because it's not pleasing. It's not sweet. And I need to rid myself, my environment of it. Sometimes um, I have found an item fell and it's now underneath something. Sometimes we hear it, sometimes we don't. But if you ever heard something drop, I'm trying to think of all the things that might be contributing to the smell. Did I, when putting away groceries, is that was that the sound of something that has now rolled underneath the refrigerator or is under the chair? 
if you're meticulous in that way and you don't miss stuff, then maybe this doesn't apply to you. But in my real life, I've had things to be on the floor that I didn't know was there. And sure enough, it begins to manifest and telling itself that that piece of fruit has rotted or that thing that was supposed to be in the refrigerator. It's now smelling up the house. I'm on a quest to find it. There's a restaurant in, the, in in Lansing, and I walked in, and for those of you that are here, um, Clara's, Clara's was an old converted train car that years ago hosted an amazing Sunday brunch. I'd heard about this brunch as Sundays. This was an activity that we would regularly do as a family and friends, and we would meet up at different places. But I remember the first time walking into Clara's, and I wasn't sure that I would benefit from this amazing buffet I heard about. Why? Because when I walked in the door, I said, do you smell that? People are looking at me wondering, what are you talking about? Something displeasing. I went on to diagnose what I think the smell was. And I said, has this place had water damage? Sensitive to smell, sensitive to smell. I felt as if there was, I could pick up the scent of mildew or water and likely it had been. Nobody else is thinking about it. They're trying to get to the buffet. What are you talking about? There's peel and eat shrimp. There's grits or potatoes and, and eggs and things. And you're in here talking about, do you smell that? Well, yeah, because I smell it and it is affecting my experience. So I want to help us to see how our sense of smell and the fragrance of friendship, how our friendships are actually affected by our smell, what we can smell, and what can we do about it? When something doesn't smell good, there are times when we don't have a choice. A native of Hampton, Virginia, uh, the crab process, eating crabs, for those of you who enjoy them, they are delicious. But the processing of crabs, there's an incredible odor in the city that comes about as a result of what's happening. This can happen with other factories, maybe a paper mill, or if you've ever been to Battle Creek, Michigan, or Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where there are the production plants for cereal manufacturers, the odor that is released from the machines and the process, it's not, um, it's not a fragrance, it's an odor. It produces something amazing, but it leaves something in the air. If you've ever gone to the mall or a food court, this is, this is a, a smell I believe uh, most people appreciate. And it's either, you can hit a hint of cinnamon or icing and sugar and baking. Yes, it's Auntie Annie's pretzels. Maybe it's the Cinnabon. We smell those and it smells good and it might remind us of a time where we last had it or we're now wanting it as a result of how it smells. That smell often will, will cause a response with your taste buds. And now I can, I have a desire, my mouth is watering and I want this thing that smells so good. But if it doesn't smell good, I want to rid myself of it. Do you smell that? What is that smell? We want to get rid of it. One of my daughters has told me she doesn't really like the smell of flowers. And there are certain flowers that have different fragrances different scents, and maybe a scent would be better because a fragrance is a sweet aroma or a, a pleasant smell. But she told me, Mom, when I smell flowers, I think about the funeral home. So for her, this scent takes her to a place, 
and they're not pleasant experiences for her at the funeral home. She remembers certain people's funerals, not just the funeral home, but the presence of certain individuals that she loves and cared for. Flowers cause her to think about a sad occasion, the fragrance of friendship. When you think of your friends, is there a fragrance attached to them? Is there an odor? Does it, does it cause you to say, smell? What is that smell? After a while, you're going to go after the smell that's the odor, the odor, the unpleasant smell. I got to go after it and find it, and I want to rid myself, my environment of that smell because it's not pleasant. Do you have any friendships that are not pleasant? How did they get assigned? When was the the designation made that this is my friend? The English language is very limiting in ways in, in contrast to other languages where we use one word for had, for multiple meanings. And the word friend, just a matter of how we how we change our tone and different things that we might put so I think about people learning English as a second language, and we say to them, a friend is, and we give them the definition of what a friend is. Let's see, definition of friend um, or friendship. True friendship may be defined as mutual, unconditional love. This can be a different type of love than you might receive from your family or your partner. Real friends may show unconditional love and expect nothing in return. They may not judge you or think less of you. Friendship. In a friendship, we should be able to have hard conversations. Honesty should be a core value, a key principle in friendship, that I can tell you something. Can I be honest with you? Can I share something with you? Well, as we're picking people that I met this person and all of a sudden I no longer introduce them as my classmate or my colleague or my or or my frat brother, but something has changed and I now introduce them as this is my friend. Something inside of the relationship has happened and they go from just this association, this acquaintanceship to now friendship. But the person that's learning English as a second language, let's listen to how these sentences sound. And if you've never thought about it, it might be confusing. We see someone that we've got, that we've worked with, and we say, hey, friend, to our real friends, we don't tag them like that. We call them by their name. We might. We might even have a playful nickname, but hey, girl, hey, what's up? But to people that are really not our friend, we kind of tell everybody else by calling them friend in that way. But why do we use friend? You're out walking with someone. Maybe it's your family and this is your coworker that you eat lunch with. And you see them. You say, hang on. This is my friend from work. Hey, friend. So are they really your friend or your colleague, your coworker? We use friend a lot when we don't really mean it because that person likely isn't one who has mutual unconditional love. We might have respect for, we may have appreciation for, but are they really your friend? Are they really your friend? It's okay to tell people that this is my associate, this is my acquaintance, this is my teammate. We go to the hospital and maybe you've been visiting someone and for after a while, this particular nurse or this person that you see at the hospital, they're pleasant to you. And then you say, this is my, this is my friend right here. It's the security guard that speaks to you when you walk in. He's not your friend. 
but we use this word. I'm talking about true friendship, true friendship. A person, the heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. In the same chapter of Proverbs chapter 27, verse 6 says, wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. Why would a friend hurt you? Well, the truth is when people tell us something that's true, something that we have not appreciated about ourselves or settled within ourselves, someone can tell you, you know, when you speak to your children, you're kind of harsh. That can feel like a wound. But a good friend, wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. I don't want to receive mother of the year award from someone who talks about me and, and dogs me out and says, you know, we, we're giving, they're giving her this award. But child, the way she fussed at her kids and treats them, I would much rather have my true friend tell me, friend, I want you to consider when you talk to them, you probably don't mean it like this. But I, you, you're harsh. Your words are harsh. So I'd much rather be wounded. This book is a wisdom book. It has the wisdom. It's one of the wisdom literature parts of the Bible. And Darius Daniel says it's a miss if we read this chapter and don't garner or gather the wisdom from it. Nobody's looking to be wounded. But we can recover from a wound. Wounds of a, from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. Verse 9 again, the heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. So to sit down and talk to your friend, can we, can we talk? When you have a minute, I want to go over a couple of things with you. I want to tell you a few things. Okay, okay. Good, friend, good friends, we can be honest, honest. We ought to be able to be honest, genuinely honest with our friends. And if, we not, if we're not, I think we should say, can you smell that? In this case, we're not being honest. There's some dishonesty or some distrust, even some other things. If we're not careful, is there jealousy? Have other things creeped into this space that we have labeled friend? Given the title friend and this friendship space, earlier this year on the Claire Victory, we were graced with the amazing, gifted, anointed Apostle Stephen Garner. Apostle Garner is in the city of Chicago, and with Lansing being less, about three and a half hours away, when I learned of the ministry of Apostle Garner, by way of a friend who is now no longer in the earth. She has transitioned. But there were a group of four of us, and two, I believe, were on the line. I heard Camille's voice as I was signing in. But we drove to Chicago, and I remember hearing a message preached in the small building at the time of Rivers of Life Chicago International Ministries. And Apostle Gardner preached that day, and the message was on grace. I can't tell you much of what the message was in the moment, and I don't know the notebook where I gathered all of the notes, but I remember the three and a half hour drive from Chicago back to Lansing. We continued to talk about grace. The message had such um, weight. It stuck to each of us. It grabbed us and spoke to our hearts, and we made a decision on the way home that we would now be called the Grace Buddies, the four of us. 
Jacqueline, Camille, Lenore, and Rosalind. And we we picked up GB, so Grace Buddies, where we're going to now shorten it to GB. And then what do you want to be called? GB Mill, GB Nord, GB Ross, GB Grace Buddies, Grace Buddies, friendship. We'd already established our friendship. And now what we've heard from this message of grace by Apostle Garner. I've had the privilege of speaking with him a couple of different times, and I've shared with him uh, that message and the power of it. So this union, how it strengthened our friendship, our bond, and the ability to say to one another that, friend, do you smell that? Can we talk about this? Having to have some hard conversations, being with one another in difficult spaces, through relationship changes, through the passing of parents, transition and work, and a variety of spaces, real friends. Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. So today, the fragrance of friendship. Let's talk a little bit about our sense of smell and how we can tie this into friendship. Your olfactory system, the part of the body that serves the sense of smell, has many important functions. It helps people determine what to eat. It influences taste and affects socialization. Smell also provides a warning for hazardous events such as fires or gas leaks. It's not always the sight of smoke that tells us that there's a problem, but it could be the smell. They may go together. You may see, they may happen simultaneously, but to not ignore the scent, what the scent we're taking in are telling us and how how beneficial, how necessary it is. Losing the sense of smell is one of the symptoms associated with COVID-19, which we became familiar with in 2020, and some even believed it happened to them the year prior. Late November, there were some people who experienced unexplainable illness. They didn't had not been sick like that before. But as cases began to be reported, and then it's here and it's there, and now this map, well, COVID-19 definitely was a condition that affected our sense of smell. But many people live with a minimized or lost sense of smell from other causes, too. According to the National Institutes of Health, studies conducted before the pandemic found that one in eight adults, or 12% older than 40, has measurable smell dysfunction. What does it have to do with friendship? With the fragrance of friendship? There's some things, friend, <laughs> when you smell them, you got to go after it and get rid of it. You don't want to continue to walk into a place and somebody's coming into your house and they're saying, do you smell that? The reason you might not smell it is because you have lost your sense of smell. It doesn't mean everybody else has. Sometimes we, when we have gotten sick, yeah, we don't smell like we used to, but it doesn't mean the smell isn't present. How does your friendship, the friendships you're a part of, is there an odor or is there a fragrance? Living with a reduced or lost sense of smell can greatly affect your health, your happiness, and general quality of life. And it can happen to anyone. Why is smell important? 
Your olfactory system, the part of the body that serves the sense of smell, has many important functions. It helps people determine what to eat, influences taste, and affects socialization. It also provides a warning for hazardous events. We talked about that. Well, what causes smell loss? What would cause you to lose the ability to smell? For some people, their sense of smell may change or disappear, but then return to normal. Others, it may be permanent. Cancer treatments like radiation or chemotherapy. There may be a polyp that has developed in your nose or sinuses that can affect your ability to smell. Medication, infection, sinus or upper respiratory, cold and flu. Smoking makes you six times more likely to have a poor sense of smell. Oftentimes, there are things that are, there are no cause other than it's just natural, like age, conditions affecting the nervous system, like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Exposure to certain chemicals can cause long-term or long periods of not being able to smell. A head injury causing nerve damage can affect your ability to smell. How, this is, how does this affect your health? It can affect how you live and how you feel. No matter what level of impairment you experience, you'll see the effects in many areas of your health. What does this have to do with friendship? If you're not aware that there's a foul odor in this particular relationship, that there isn't honesty present, you're not able to smell the jealousy, you're not able to smell or to detect that there's something else present going on here and you keep showing up in your full self, fully disclosing and being open and being you, but there's something around that there's smoke, there's a chemical here, there's something that's not good that you got to examine and get rid of, and maybe not permanently, but at least to address. Again, as I spoke of that salmon, it doesn't mean that I won't eat salmon again, but I can't eat that. I've got to deal with it. I've got to go get it, get rid of it, and then be more responsible the next time in that situation. Cook it within the designated amount of time. There's some things in, in our friendships that we have to address and say, this thing has shown up in our friendship and it stinks. I don't like the way that when you're upset with me, you talk to someone else. Honesty is a core principle of friendship. This is the prayer call. We're talking about the word in Proverbs. But let's examine an, an, another story that we're familiar with, and that's Jesus and his friends, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. They were friends. And they had to say some very difficult things to Jesus. Jesus knew about what was taking place, and there's other lessons inside of this, but as it relates to friendship, Jesus, even though he knew what would happen and had the ability to raise Lazarus, we know that he wept as a result of the loss of his friends, friends that are real friends. We may cry over the death of other individuals in our lives and stories of death, but people, our close friends, when they're gone, we will miss them. Our times with them, what they meant to us, how we watch their families grieve them, we're affected by that. But then the sister that tells Jesus he wouldn't have died if you were here, we might think, think about that to Jesus, but that's how she felt. 
but I know we'll see him again. We'll see him at the resurrection. I know, Jesus, what you said, but Jesus wanted to address it. There's something that I can do about it. Where have you laid him? Where have, take me to my friend, take me to my friend, take me to where you have laid your brother. Now, all of a sudden, hold on, Jesus. You know that this could be a smelly situation, like a very smelly one. By the the amount of time our brother has been in the tomb, in the grave, his body is going to be stinking. The fragrance of friendship. Some friendships, you know what, we're going to have to go through this smelly thing to resurrect this relationship. I don't want to keep coming over here with the mask or plugging my nose and not dealing with the smelly thing. It can be resurrected. Show me where it was. They go and they show Jesus where they laid him. He calls him forth. After removing uh, that which blocked Lazarus in the tomb. But you're going to have to participate in the reconstruction of this relationship. I got the resurrection part, but I'm going to need you to unwrap him from the things that what let's, let's unwrap this. You want take, take that off. Let's get that off of him. Get that off of him. Unwrap him, unwrap him, unwrap him. There's some conversations. There's some things that I believe friends that we need to have to restore the fragrance, the sweet, pleasant aroma of our friendships not masking or avoiding. I just don't go in that space anymore. I don't go over there because I don't go in that restaurant. I don't go to the bowling alley anymore because they smoke. But in some of our friendships, I think we have abandoned them because of the smell. Maybe it's you today that has a relationship that you want to reinstitute. Maybe it's some that we need to walk away from. I'm just asking you, what is the fragrance of your friendships? Is there a component, a deep component of honesty? Would you be willing to be wounded by a sincere friend? Would you be willing to take the risk to say something honestly to a friend that may wound them? That's wisdom. Proverbs 27, 6, wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. The heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. There's one more scripture in this same proverb. Proverbs 27, verse 10. Never abandon a friend, either yours or your father's. When disaster strikes, you won't have to ask your brother for assistance. It's better to go to a neighbor than to a brother who lives far away. I found it interesting that my mother often had friendships with people that were 20 years her senior. And when I discovered the the genesis of these relationships, some of them, these were friends of her father. One in particular, uh, Mr. Steve. Mr. Steve lived down the street from us as we grew up. (laughs) Mr. Steve, this older gentleman, I did not know why my mom was Mr. Steve's friend I knew that it was not just a neighbor. He wasn't a godfather. He wasn't an uncle, but there was something about it. But my mom honored him because he was her father's friend. So when I read this scripture, I thought, wow, God, never abandon a friend, either yours or your father's. John Thomas Barrett Sr., my grandfather, 
my mother very close to her father. And so her closeness to him allowed her to be exposed to his friends. And I had some examples of that in my life, friends of my father, Uncle Winky, that my dad played pinochle with. To see him in the, to see him out and about, whether we were friends, but to respect him and to honor him, having friends, having friends. That's why we don't need to loosely use that because when disaster strikes, you won't have to ask your brother for assistance. A good friend, you can ask them, and whether they can do it for you directly, they can walk with you through the process, through the journey. They might have resources or know different things, even remind you of things that you said in the past that you actually have access to that you couldn't remember in the moment. Oh, the fragrance of friendship. It's better to go to a neighbor than to a brother who lives far away. These four friends were here in Lansing, Michigan. My family is in Hampton, Virginia. So I couldn't call my sister who's in Hampton. I could call her, but Camille could get to me more quickly. Lenore could get to me more quickly. Roz could get to me more quickly. So to have a friend, and all of our friends, uh, it doesn't mean that your friends have to be local, but I tell you, there's some benefit to having some friends. The Internet has changed the game. And so, yes, we have things now that we can do. People were ministered to and uh, administ administered care, medical care during during COVID by friends by way of the Internet and sending food and 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 we all some of us maybe come up with a COVID a COVID care package. I'm gonna send you some zinc. I'm gonna send you some elderberry. I'm gonna send you some. I'm gonna send you some. We're gonna order and have groceries delivered to your door. A friend. The fragrance of friendship. So I want you to examine the fragrances, the scents and the smells and know that the absence of them or losing them can affect the decisions that we make. It affects your taste. How is your sense of smell today? Do you need to go back and re-examine? I've got to do some things to strengthen my sense of smell. Let me deal with this infection. Let me let me go and get to the root cause of it. Stop just taking these over-the-counter medicines. Or uh, what do I need to do to address this sense of smell? And I'm talking in the natural, but I want you all to hear that in the spirit as well. Have you ignored some things that you really needed to sit down and examine. Perhaps I submit to you, you do. Oh, the fragrance, it's a sweet smell. The heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. Scripture talks about our prayer and our praise may it be a sweet smelling savor unto our God that our praise and our prayers, that as they go up, that they would be sweet smelling to God, not foul, not odorous, not displeasing, not unpleasant. I pray that the fragrance of your friendship is just that. It's sweet smelling. It's pleasant. And that if it has gone foul or odorous, the friendship, the true friendship, the one that is worth resurrecting, that you would do the necessary work so that it can come back. It can be resuscitated. But if this has been foul all along or it's just gotten to a place, it is irreparable. 
it's not once a friend, always a friend. Some friendships are established out of convenience and association. We have friends from elementary school. Some people are still friends with elementary school um, classmates. But sometimes if that was my friend in the first grade, you may not have the luxury of seeing them again. You don't even know where they are. You don't know how to get in contact with them. But your first grade friend, you remember, you, you did things together. You took pictures together. You went to their house, came to your party. Okay. okay. But that doesn't mean that's going to be the friend for the rest of your life. Neither does it have to mean this person that your your senses are not off, your smell's not off. When you come into the room around that friend, are you saying, do you smell that? You're not saying it out loud, but you're smelling it. And it's not a fragrance. It's an odor, the fragrance of friendship. I want to pray and then we'll open up the line. Father, I thank you for friendship today. I thank you for the wisdom that you have given us and even the example that you give us all throughout the word. God, I thank you that your son told us that we're no longer servants, but he now calls us friend. Thank you, Jesus, for the fragrance of your friendship. Thank you for being our friend. Thank you that when we cry out to you, you're right there with us. We don't have to look for you. And this friendship never expires. I thank you that we are able to cast our cares upon you because you care for us. Oh, and the fragrance. It's sweet. It's pleasant. It's good for us. Thank you for having honest conversations with us. Thank you for giving Holy Spirit to us to, to help guide us and to lead us, to correct us to reveal some things to us, and that when we see it, we would not take on offense. For great peace have they which love thy law, and they shall not be easily offended. Thank you for friends. Thank you for friendship. Thank you for truth and for honesty. And it's in Jesus' name. Amen. The fragrance of friendship. Bless the Lord. Well, we're going to open up the line um, first and foremost to the men that might be on the call. Any men on the call that want to say good morning, we want to open it up to you first, gentlemen. Happy Tuesday. Any men? Okay. Okay, if you're there and just couldn't unmute, you can come back on and come back on. But next, we're going to open it up to those of you who are on the line that did not get to greet this morning, did not get to greet this morning, um, or you are a new time call that includes new time callers, first time callers, or someone who hasn't spoken in a while, just wants to say good morning. Happy Tuesday. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. This is Jubilant Juliet. That was a great decoration. Good morning, Jubilant. Good morning. Anyone else? Greetings. Greetings. Pretty Patrice. Wonderful decoration this morning. Good morning, Pretty Patrice. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Great decoration. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, it's Krishanda. Great decoration. I really enjoyed it. God bless you. God bless you, Krishanda. 
Good morning. This is Mia. I really, really enjoyed it. I don't like you coming for me. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. It's Pamela. Amazing declaration. Good morning, Pamela. Good morning. This is Tonita. Great declaration. I enjoyed it. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, Good Jeff. Morning. I just want to say good morning. Good morning, good Jeff. Morning, Gloria. Gloria. God bless you, good friend. Good morning, I love Gloria. You. God bless you. Thank you. Good to hear your sound. Doubly this morning. Good morning. Anyone else? Good morning, Joyful. This is Sweet Simone. Wonderful, wonderful declaration. Oh, good morning, Sweet Simone. Come on, fragrance of friendship. So sweet. Good morning. <laughs> We're going to go into love, life, and victory, but this particular time, if you if you said good morning and you wanted to say it again, this is where we do that. Then we're going to give the call to, um, we'll open it up to everyone to share questions, comments, observations. Um, let's examine the fragrance of friendship. So before we do go into that love, life, and victory, I just want to make sure First-time callers, you didn't get to say good morning earlier. You want to say it now. Uh, any more good morning? Good morning. This is Mary. Thank you for that beautiful declaration on friendship and the fragrance. Thank you. Good morning, Mary. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning you. once again. You smell good. I appreciate your fragrance this morning. Yay. Thank you, Shell. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning once again. This is Camille and um, Jackie. Wonderful. Excellent. Thank you so much for blessing me this morning, and thank you for inviting me. Yay. GB Neil, I'm glad you're here. Anybody else? Good okay. morning, Joy. Well, good to hear Good morning. You. Is that you, Deke? Yes, good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, the next part of the call, uh, for those of you who are new, Camille, if you're still here, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take this liberty today. But this is love, life, and victory, and this is the discussion part. This is a very interactive call. As you see, we say good morning in the beginning. We interact together with prayer. And so in case you have to go, I want to give you an opportunity and then after her, everybody else, anybody else. But if you have any comments, questions, takeaways from the declaration today, this is what we do during the love, life, and victory. So we're ready for that. Um, if you, Camille, I'm going to give you the mic if you're still here. Uh, if not, we're going to go on. But if you're here, Camille, do you have any comments, questions about the declaration? I'm still here, but I don't have any um, comments or anything right now. Thank you. I'm going to hang on very as long as I can. Okay, very good. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody, let's go. Questions, comments, commentary, observations, the fragrance of friendship. Hi, this is Mia. Um, so I, when you say friendship, the first thing that had came to my mind when just recently was how you were saying about turning our nose up at certain things. That's, you know, as a little girl, you love to go to your grandma's house and then when you get a little older, you realize grandma's house ain't that clean, you know? <laughs> so you don't really go visit grandma 
the way you should because now you kind of turning your nose up at her house or looking at her a little bit when that's not how that's not godly you know that's not how what I why what I should be basing it off of going to see my grandma or not you know like that smell her cigarettes you know anything that mm-hmm. turned me off I'm like I don't want to go I'm not going over there because I don't want to smell her cigarettes I don't you know I don't want to but that's not helping me and what and what I need to be doing or what what God has called me to be the kind of granddaughter God called me to be for my grandmother you know so um I appreciate you just you know like this this sermon honestly that's why I said you was coming for me a little bit because it was hitting <laughs> home in in the sense of me being judgmental in that way you know and I never even compared it to sense you know but now just knowing that all of that is connected to your sensory like that. It's crazy. So I appreciate this sermon for sure, for sure. And it lets me know I got some work in area of where I need to be a better friend, not only a friend, but daughter, granddaughter, just work in general, you know? So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hi, it's Anyone Krishanda. Else? Hey, Krishanda. <laughs> Krishanda. <laughs> Um, loved your declaration and loved um, the emphasis or the reminder about, you know, a good friend will have the tough conversations. Um, you know, you have to push past some things um, to, I mean, to actually just helping you actually both grow. So you might think you look cute, but your slip is hanging. Your friend will tell you, you know, something is a, a, a jar, yes. a mess. So thank you for that reminder. (laughs) And that's, I mean, that's that's the safest place, right? When you have somebody that's going to really tell you the truth instead of just what you want to hear. God bless you. Yes, yes. We want to be, we we need the truth. And I think um, friends might need to establish that. Like, listen, I'm telling you this because I love you. And a lot of times the things that we don't want to hear, I, I believe that, and it's not absolute, but there have been, there have been things that I've known about myself and I didn't like them. And so I certainly didn't like somebody else telling me about them. It didn't change that they were poor in taste, that they didn't honor God. And how dare I now become offended at the one coming to tell me that. Did you know you yell at your kids, at the kids when you get mad at me? That was something, a hard pill to swallow that was said to me. But now I need to examine that. Wait a minute. That's not something I want to continue to do. Hmm. I don't have to like it, but wounds of a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Beautiful. Thank you for, Oh, okay. Let me get it together because I'm at school. So your share this morning, um, hmm, what it did was just, it touched me where, so for instance, that sense of smell, like my graces Mm -hmm. know, even people that I grew up with, they used to say I was weird because I was that one. Y'all smell that? And they're looking at me like, what you smell? I'm the one that if we were in a situation that we shouldn't have been in, I detected it, right? And I'm like, I'm cool. So I got looked at as the weird one. Um, so when my dad passed away, oh, so much happened. And I had lost that sense, right? But that whole process, it, it woke it back up. So now it, the sense, like, I smell so, I don't even, I'm like, Lord, why am I, I don't want to smell this. I don't go mm-hmm. places. Mm-hmm. My, my my daughter says, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm just, I, I just got to pay attention to when I'm being led, right? My dad, one of my dad's Air Force buddies passed away. And I thought I was over this. So went to his service and they honored him with the military flag. So when my dad died, we didn't do that. 
So I think that was that's been part of why I've been in this place. If that makes sense, not really fully um, being who I was. If that makes sense, but that smell, mm-hmm. like I, I'm so triggered now. Those that trauma. That's what I think it is. And being around his one of his good friends and the friendship that they had. Like you said, he wasn't just his friend. We called him uncle. Right. Yes. His his children are our relatives. But in this season, just like today, I'm at school and some of the parents, they didn't. Well, not some. One parent said she doesn't like the clean smell. How do you not like a clean school? That doesn't make sense. So mm-hmm. we laugh about it because I'm here at 530. And when I tell you I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning because I don't want these babies to come in and it's a foul smell. They're smelling tea and, you know, just a good smell, a clean smell. So I just thank you for reminding me because that's an area that I know I got to go back in. So thank you yes. so much, Jacqueline. And I love you're when you welcome. teach because you, you make like I'm listening and I'm hearing you and you're speaking to places that I really didn't know I needed to, to, to touch. So thank you. You're welcome. A comment about that that lady because we have that if we I don't know why I don't know what it is for her but what if what if she was forced to clean and so like sometimes you know if my mom was a she was the I mentioned before in the military she was not in the military I was but she was so strict I laughed at the drill sergeants inside not outside that would have been very unwise but how strict she was so I wonder if smelling something clean is associated with some laborious task that she might've needed to do because we all, we like smells and dislike smells as related of, as likely due to some type of exposure or event, something that happened that has affected that. So it might, oh man, I remember having to clean up and, or I had to go and help my parents with their cleaning business and the smell of bleach or mustard clean. It could be not liking, not disliking things being clean, but those, that smell is a reminder of an activity or event in her life. Who else would like to share this morning? The fragrance of friendship. Questions, comments, observations? Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. (laughs) Um, Amazing declaration. Um, As many times as I've heard you speak, I'm just always amazed at how God uses you. Um, So just absolutely amazing. Um, You know, sometimes there are um, cold words given. um, Like if somebody is in a harmful situation, you know, the the cold word has already been predetermined. So if they get in a harmful situation, then they can just say that word. And I feel like that's what you provided by – I mean, sometimes it's challenging to address certain things, but that simple, do you, friend, do you smell that, is an Mm -hmm. awesome introduction and light way to address um, some things that need to be addressed. Um, I also appreciate and thank God for you opening up the scripture for me, excuse me, about um, the wounds of a friend. Like, I didn't understand that scripture. and so I'm grateful for um, Holy Spirit using you to open that up to me today. Um, Amen. And you know what? Even even the prayer this morning blessed me. Um, I didn't get the sister's name, but the things that she prayed in the prayer was just like, wow, is she like, how does she know? I mean, is she in my mix? 
but that's holy spirit right so um i've been amazingly blessed today i'm grateful to have heard my friend um camille today um and to hear you today and so it's a mini uh, grace buddy reunion and my heart is full god bless you amen a three-stranded cord is not easily broken bless the lord her name is ramona and she is amazing that's who prayed this morning amen thank you thank you ramona you're welcome and you could call me moxie hi right <laughs> yes you were introduced as ramona so i was going to say yes. right but she go we call her moxie yeah good morning god oh joy oh my god jacqueline let me tell you something you know what about this declaration it really pointed the finger back to myself right and -hmm. what i was seeing for me is just how good god is and what he's doing in and through me through my life what i see because you know uh, it's it's like okay like it's short he's showing me like about how he's taking he's he's getting me healthier so i can have healthy friendships right mm-hmm, so i can mm-hmm. be i can be a good friend you know what i'm saying it's like wow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like everything that i was just it was just like showing no don't don't judge don't look out look at you look at you and ask yourself those questions instead of you know what i'm saying because first thing i was looking around at you know i went negative these so-called friends i got no stop that what you doing change the narrative are you being that so-called friend? You get what I'm saying? Like it was just yeah. such a, you know, a look at yourself and making sure, you know what I'm saying, that you are hit on the character of of, of God, you know, and being that friend. I just was saying so much what you were saying that now that he is getting me healthier, that I can be a healthy friend. He's changing the narrative because before I was thinking so um, you know, that poverty thinking, you know, I put myself outside the box where I thought, oh, a certain class over there I can't be friends with, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that, that low class thinking that I was thinking, y'all, you feel me? You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, you uneducated, oh, you this, you never graduated high school, all these little things I used to tell myself, straight sickening, that was bonding me, you know what I'm saying? But that was lies, I get it on today. Change the narrative, Moxie, what are you doing? That was a lie. You know that was a lie. Don't let that sneak back up in your mind. I cast down yeah. all things that exhaust itself, right? So, you know, if but now it's like what you're gonna do. You know, I'm in the doing now. What you're gonna do now? You're gonna mm-hmm. connect, you're gonna reach out, you're going you know what I mean? Like you're gonna make those steps, you know what I'm saying, to to be, you know, more that you was called to be as a friend. You know, I'm just so blessed by what you would say. You made me truly Truly, look at me. Look at me. Amen. Thank you, Jacqueline. Amen. I just love you, sir. You're welcome. You already know. I love you, Moxie. Yeah. Yeah. That you know, and I, and I say, get ready, get ready for new friends, right? Um, Dion has has shared many times when God wants to change your life, He sends you a person. He sends you a person, and so, um, you know, we don't want to do anything. Um, that would prevent or, and, and God's timing is perfect. He makes everything beautiful in its timing. So he knows what he's doing, but our ability, our smell uh, affects our tastes and our, our moods and a lot of different things. So I might be, I might have gone over here more sooner 
had I been able to smell. Like I've been stand, I've been staying around something that's smelly, and I've just kind of gotten used to it um, because I wasn't really healthy. And so I love that you said that, Moxie. You know, getting you healthy, and so prepare, prepare for the shift. Prepare for the shift. And some new friends. You can't, you can't be blaming other people like, oh, she wasn't a good friend. She was talking about me. I heard this. Why she never, you know, all the bull. You know, just, mm-hmm. just let it go. You know, look at what you yeah. were doing, what type of friend you were. Yeah. You know, yeah. period. Yeah. yeah. And, and and truly, I just want to say to the lady who, um, thank you for even blessing me with saying you appreciate the prayer this morning because, once again, you know, the enemy always tried to attack and I remember right before the anxiety that tried to come up on me and I just went into my everyday language and I just truly thank you for the evidence that shows me that Holy Spirit leads and guides me. Thank you. Yes, that was Lenore. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody else? Comments, hey, questions? Hey. Good morning. This is Yolanda. So I have a question for you um, and I also have a couple of comments. Um, before that, I do want to um, get on the bandwagon and say, yeah, Moxie, you were fired this morning, sister. I was thinking the same thing when you were praying. So I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for you. Um, so Jacqueline, let me ask you a question, your opinion, right? Um, talking about friendship. Um, are there times in a friendship where, you know, you know, honesty, you know, you can communicate and be honest and, you know, go back and forth. But knowing that friend so well, you kind of acquiesce and you may take the high road and, like, you may let it go. That's the question. Oh, I heard you say that as a result, I heard it more as a statement. Ask me the question again, like Yolanda. So... Are there times or instances in friendships, in your opinion, okay. where okay. you have a close relationship with a friend, a sister, a brother, or whomever, but because knowing them the way you know them, you are uh, you take the high road. You kind of let it go because you know that if you go down that road, it probably won't be received or won't end well, or you just kind of like let stuff go. Oh, I think the answer to that is, <laughs> does it happen? <clears throat> Absolutely. But the reason that we don't do it, so the reason that we don't do it, I don't know, um, we, we don't want to deal with it. We fear their response. So, like, let's take a look at why we're not doing it. So, yeah, we realize, but we're going to, I'm going to give this scripture again, and I'm going to add one, but verse 6 in Proverbs 27, wounds from a sincere friend. So are we being sincere in our friendship? Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. The verse right above it says, an open rebuke is better than hidden love. So to be able to go to the person and say, and you know what, she pops off at the mouth and does this and does that. Anytime somebody else tells her something, tells him something, this is how he responds. But I'm going to lean into our friendship because I'm a sincere friend and I need to tell them this. Yeah, so, and, you know, so so I get all that. Um, I don't know, maybe it has to do with the way I was brought up or the way I've come to be as a woman. But a lot of times I see or, you know, feel things in some of my relationships with some of my friends, and 
I kind of think to myself, you know, it's not even worth it going down that road because pretty much know, you know, what's going to happen. It's not based out of fear. It's based mm-hmm. out of me taking the high road and saying, you know what, whatever. Uh, I know and God knows. So just pray for them and keep it moving, right? Um, and so I have a relationship, I'm just going to say what it is, with my sister, whom I love dearly. Um, and I think Dee Dee um, hit on um, trauma, some type of trauma. Right. And so when you were talking about smell, uh, I remember I, I walked into my mom's house uh, recently and this uh, fragrance, if you will, hit me in my face like I just smelt it, right? And immediately I asked, what is that smell, right? Um, and it was food that was cooking, right? And so I won't go into the long, give you all historical details of it, but what I will say is that my sister has some, has a backstory about being asked what's cooking, right? So when okay. I asked her, what's that I, what is that I smell, right? What she heard is, what are you cooking? And she has some history related to people asking her what is she cooking based on her relationship with my mother, right? And 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 that whole thing spiraled like out of control. And and I and I, I walked out of the house to like, you know what, check this out. I'm not coming back here no more. I don't feel welcome. All I asked was a goddamn question, like, what do I smell? And you can't even tell me what's cooking and I mean, you know, but but the thing of it is, here's the friendship part. I felt it and she felt it, right? And she called me about an hour later because I was going to call her after I calmed down. <laughs> a little pissed off. <laughs> but she called me about an hour later and we were able to talk through it. And what I learned was that, or what I learned again, what I was brought to remember is that she has trauma from my mother forcing her to cook when she was a young girl, right? And so when I came in the house and asked, what's that I smell? That's what she heard. And it just set her off, right? And so what we were able to do is figure out how to, like, get around that subject. I will be more cognizant of not saying that. I won't even ask what I smell. I won't even mention food anymore in that house, right? Um, But the thing of it is, my sister asked me, like, can you understand how that makes me feel? And so I kind of felt like, well, yeah, I I understand how it makes you feel, and you want me to understand how you feel, but I need you to understand how I feel when you react like that. And I don't think that part was very well well received. So, again, hence the high road. You know, I'm just going to you know, I know what your trauma is, you know, because I'm thinking when people are traumatized, PTSD or whatever, you know, if you really, if you really want to move past that, then you start to do the work around it and you start to see like when it's coming, right, when you start smelling something, in other words, you try to figure out, okay, this is what I'm starting to smell. How can I act differently? 
right? But I don't think that she got that part, right? So I just wanted to share that when you said, you know, what do I smell? Because that came up for me when you were sharing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for letting me share. Well, thank you, Yolanda. I um I know that this happens in a lot of relationships that we make. Um, we make concessions for people. The challenge is the world doesn't know that backstory. Um, and just plain and simple, all of us have an area, have areas, and we have need of deliverance. Somebody else, I don't know if your sister would react the same way if someone else came with you into the space and they said, what does that smell? Out of curiosity, they smell something. And I don't know if she only reacts to you that way. Um, but truthfully, mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry, anybody, it's anybody. It don't matter. Yeah, yeah. So so there that and other persons so that it's not about your sister. We we have an opportunity um to be healed in that area because we can't continue to set up these signs and tell people whatever you do, don't ask me this. That's a natural question. Somebody smells something, it smells good. What is you know, what is that? I'm trying is that pork chops and gravy? What's that smell? So that's something that she and that and, and as a sincere friend, I would encourage you to pray for your sister um, in that area that she can be um, delivered from that. Because to continue to ask people to not ask her that, that's I dare say is not realistic. Right. Thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you for your You're welcome. Too. You're welcome, Yolanda. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary, yeah. observations, takeaways? Yes, yes. This is Simone again. And I just again just enjoyed the way that you uh deliver your declarations as always. I'm never I always tell you this, I never leave your presence um not being better than I was when I entered it. So again, this is another case and I was thinking about the fragrance of friendship and I really, 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 really like perfume. Mm-hmm. And if we think about perfume, um, I was thinking about it, as you said, fragrance. And I go, wow, when we use perfume, where do we put it? Usually as women, there are um, certain points uh, that we place perfume in order for it to um, hit our hit our, our pulse points. Mm-hmm. And fragrance of friendship, sometimes it, it, it gets on that wrist. You know, mm-hmm. that's a pretty vital area. That's a risky area, um, a vulnerable area. You know, we put it up, up at our neck along that, that, that artery line there. That's a pretty uh, vulnerable space. And so I just thought about the vulnerability that, that sometimes um, the fragrance and of, of having friendship and the way that you've declared it um, and the fragrance of it. Um, that just that just triggered hit me, and it was like, wow, you know, it's 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 not that it's risky, but it's risky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so um, I I just wanted to point that out as you shared that that's the kind of some of the thoughts that came to me. Thank you again Thank for you. your share. You're welcome. Thank you, Simone. I'm I'm glad you point point pointed that out because I think that is a distinction that we can make. Um, as it relates to honoring someone, bestowing them with that title of friend, that do I let you into those intimate spaces? Could you be that close to me, to my wrist, to my elbow, the back of my knee, my neck, these pulse points? Are you 
are you able to engage me in that space? And I, and we've just made the word mean so many different things. But truthfully, because here's where, um, whenever I say this, these words, I think about the lady on Lean On Me, voice, intonation, and pitch. But when we say, now this is my friend, now that person that doesn't speak English doesn't as a second language, they're saying, wait, that was your friend over there. That was your friend over there. So now this, what do you mean by now this, this, this is my friend. We're making a distinction. This might be one that can be, a, that can get to those areas. That one, they, that's really my, she my friend, she my classmate. That's my, that's just my buddy from the hospital. I don't even know his name for real. Hey, friend. You, that's not your friend. So I really, I really want to challenge us to be careful and to really think about and become more comfortable calling people what they really are. This is my colleague. This is my business partner. This is my cousin. This is my sister. Period. Anyone else? Hi, this is Monica. Um, I wanted to say that um, I'm really getting a lot out of this topic, and um, I want I I I have some conflict within myself um, because I realize that um, I don't really make friends or I have friends or I I'll say I have associates, right? But mm-hmm. what I'm what I feel like is coming up for me as we're talking about this is that that I felt I've had this abandonment issue, right, in my life. And so I never really bond with anyone you know, in that way. It's like I'll develop these, you know, relationships, and they'll be good relationships, but they are not relationships that I would consider friends, right? Mm -hmm. And it seems like my experience has been with friendships I've had, you know, growing up, there was always like some type of uh, conflict or disagreement. And I'm the kind of person when it comes to friendships, it's like, I don't know how to be no other way. Like, I'm going to tell you the truth, right? And I always wanted people to be that way with me. And I've always felt like I didn't get that level of, you know, I don't know how what you said. That is, I like what you said. You got to learn how to put the right word to it. And I can't find the words to it, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I always felt like there was times I felt I've been told I'm judgmental. Hey, I could be judgmental. Um when really that's the way I love by telling people the truth, even though they saying I'm judging them, when I'm telling them what I smell, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and so for me, I found myself in a way, like I just heard Yolanda say, wanting to take the high road sometimes because you don't want to deal with the fact that Maybe they're not able to receive what you want to talk about in this 
what you you guys have, this conflict or something you see, or even the fact that you might be smelling that they're not a good friend to you because they won't tell you the truth about you, but you always telling them what you see, and then you become like this bad person, right? You're the mm-hmm. bad guy because you're the one that's always speaking up. And so um, I don't know. I feel like I've just never been able to develop true friendships. So, um, but thank you for what you shared because it helped me to understand that I have the capacity to be. I just have the yes found those people. You get what I'm saying? Or those yes. people have not have not or I have not been able to recognize the smell because of the all the bad smells I've had that you kind of brought up. Thank you for um your declaration. You're welcome. Um I'm gonna get this scripture for you. Jacqueline, while you're looking up the scripture, can I just make a quick comment? Yes. Good morning, everyone. This is Sabrina Brebre, Um, and I do have enjoyed um, the declaration this morning. And I just wanted to point out that when we talk about communication of any kind, it's always a two-sided coin, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There is um, the responsibility of the hearer to sit with the fact that impact and intention is does not always match, right? So we often request that they would hear it put with their hearts, right? Hear where I'm coming from, hear with your heart, know that I love you, receive this message in love, right? That's one side of the coin. But for the speaker, this is a point that sometimes we miss, especially for those of us who considers ourselves champions of truth, righteousness, and honesty. And that's this really simple thing, that truth, when it's not spoken in love, sounds like Mm -hmm. anger and aggression to the other person. Mm -hmm. So we can be saying the right thing, but if we're saying it with the wrong tone, the wrong texture, the message is lost on the receiver. And sometimes it's just a small tweak. If you're a loud talker, lower your voice. If you talk with your hands, put them in your pocket, because all of that also sends a message. And if you're communicating from a hurt place, because most of the time, by the time we go and have these difficult conversations, we have been offended. And sometimes the aroma of our offense overshadows the constructive feedback of our message. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Sabrina. Thank you. a couple of quick comments. The scripture that I have for Monica is Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Um, to Sabrina's comment, in going back to both Monica and Yolanda and all of us, I've read this before, and so I might not have them all, but everything that we think of, of course, we can't, we can't, we don't, we can't say it, um, but is it true, is it necessary, and is it the right time? And then how we del- deliver the message, as she just so effectively helped us, that um, there, was a, there was a story, Leandria Johnson, she recorded a video, she had been drinking, and she had some very 
um, she was very loud in her bashing of the church. And while a lot of what she said was true, it just so happened that she went on Fix My Life with Iyanla and Iyanla told her, your message is right. She said, but your tone, it, it came out vile and vitriol. It's like poison and nobody wants it. So uh, timing is important. Um, if you think about talking to children, if you want to, they're hurting and they want you want to say something to them, standing over them, you know, get down on their level. So take a look at all of what she said, you know, your body language, the timing, your tone, um, and, and think about it. But first, I think that is key for us. Go to God and ask him to search, search me, search me and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. And then um, you all may have heard this. It's, it's kind of a, it's not even that it's a joke. But when we, this, I've heard this for women, when a woman is dressed a particular way um, and somebody says, she must not have no friends, what they're saying is there was nobody close enough to tell her that what she has on, and I'm not talking like opinion, like maybe, literally the example, your, your slip is showing. When you came out of the bathroom and there's toilet paper under the bottom, on, at the bottom of your shoe, your friend will say, come here, girl, turn around. Your, ship, your slip was out. Oh, thank you. Something that is going to be, now somebody don't, doesn't really care, but your slip is an undergarment and it's not to be shown. So the person that don't, don't, don't care, but that statement is usually made because they, it is thought that if you have a good friend, that they would take the time to tell you. Anybody else? The hour is getting late, so we're going to wrap up. And anybody else? Hey, Jacqueline and Shell. Um, hey, Shell. Again, hey, hey. And it's it's uh, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit will bring things back to your remembrance. Because, um, I just went and um, visited a good friend. I went to Glow's house for um quite a few days, and I was on the plane ride, and all I can smell was a different kind of fragrances that were in her house. And when you came with, you know, the fragrance of a friend, when I walked in, you know, I had this, you know, a sweet smell in it in her house. And then, you know, as the days went and she was like, you smell that? That smells good. And it was something that she had. But when you said that, it just brought back so many memories of the time that we spent together. Um, And the thing that lingered with me is, how the smells and fragrance came together and settled and made me feel like, oh my God, you know, it was, it was like, I thank God for my friend. I thank God that I had a place to go and be able to go across, you know, from one end of the world to the other to visit a friend that I, you know, talk to all the time just to be in good company. God is just that good that he will give you the desires of your heart that, um, you know, yes. for new friends. But when you said that, it it just triggered what he brought back to me, you know, on my way home. And as I got home and how I can just, you know, I'm not a picture taker, so I don't have a whole lot of pictures. I did take a couple, but my memory and the smells is what kept me and is keeping me from the good time that we had. She was so such a good hostess. She wasn't feeling well when I got there, but she still did everything she could to make sure that I felt at home. That's that's mm-hmm. what a friend does. And I took care of her yeah. too. So 
But yes. to God be the glory that her fragrance lingered, not just, you know, while I was there, but it lingered home and made me grateful that God has introduced me to someone that is just so pleasant um, to be around and to be a friend and a sister to. So Grace Share, I thank you how um, God brings these declarations to life. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's why I say, you know, when we get on here and we listen, it's always a message to remind us of the goodness of God and how he has something for us. It's just not a share to be shared, but it's a share to help us in some kind of way for us to be able to see things a little different, to be able to receive things, to be able to pray over things, to be able to um, do our part in changing things that's, that's not, you know, that's not right or how to make them right. So this right here is Declare Victory. So I appreciate you and I declare, I appreciate Declare Victory. Thank you, Shell. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, that brings a good point is that sometimes um, babies, when they are separated from their moms, looking for a piece of her clothing because that it can be soothing. So scents that are desirable and take us to a healthy place, a desirable place to, to get the smell. And so that's what I want to leave us with today, because we can think of some smells that are not pleasant, but maybe there's something that you can think of this morning that really warms you, that really um, comforts you. And so to think about, to think about that in Philippians 4 and 8, uh, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, are honest, are of good report, if there be any praise, if there be any virtue, then think on these things. There's a lot of smells that we can't control, things that we things that we can't avoid. Walking past someone smoking a cigarette, some people like the smell, some people don't. But think of something this morning that you enjoy the smell of, that when you close your eyes and take a deep breath, oh, I remember smelling that when my fill-in-the-blank, walking into this house, walking into this building, um, experiencing this, doing this, doing that, and hold on to that. One last time, if there's anybody else, and then we're going to close out. Hey, Jacqueline. Hey. Hey, it's Christina. Just wanted to say this hey, was Christina. so nice, so awesome. And like you, I have a very sensitive house. And <laughs> smells, I can smell so many things. So I like how you paired that sense of smell with um, the aroma you give off and how the scripture says he I, I don't know exactly where it is, but I know the word says that we should have a Christ-like aroma. So mm-hmm. it reminded me of that. All righty. Thank you. Thank you, Christina Joy. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Hi, can I just say one thing? This is Leonia. I yes, want to speak to uh, Rochelle for just one second. Rochelle, don't you think you're coming to all? Uh, Alexander and taking my daughter from it. That's my baby. I love you guys. I love you too. I love you, Leomia. Thank you for sharing her with me. <laughs> okay, I share, but that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, I thank God for the opportunity to share um, and for the amazing fragrances that we have in our life. And, um, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of leaving one room or one space and going into another. Uh, be, can, be mindful of the people that you are allowing in. 
be considerate of the things that we're sharing and um, what it is that you want. Be the friend to someone that you want them to be to you. If we're looking at what we're not getting to ask yourself, do an assessment. What type of friend are you? Are you being the friend that you require of others, require or desire of others? That are you accessible? Are you honest? Are you the things to them that you've asked and vice versa? So, Father, we thank you for today. Thank you, God, for friendship. Thank you for being our friend, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the example of friendship. And thank you for the word and the wisdom therein. God, help us today to be a better friend. Help us to examine what's in our hearts, creating us a clean heart and renew a right spirit, Lord God. We thank you that we can bring these concerns to you. I thank you even now as things are coming up like sediment in a tank, in a petroleum tank, that as they come up, we don't dismiss them. But God, give us the courage and the boldness to address them and to deal with them gently and in love. We thank you, God, for resurrection and for um, new friendships being established and old ones that are healthy to be repaired and to be resurrected, God, that you can do that. Lord, we thank you for the gift of life, of love, and of friendship. And may they all be fragrant in the name of Jesus. I pray blessings upon each participant, each caller, and those who will listen to this in the future. We declare victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everybody. 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 Love y'all.